0: Media. As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who, or what, decides this? Hetero life mates Steve and Yehel wanna know, and they wanna know now. This is Obscurity Now. Now, 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 Now. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now. Uh, my name is Steve, and with me is... Yeah Hell, And together, we make up the most obscure podcast on the internet. And that's a good thing. Isn't that <laughs> right, buddy?
1: Yes, you don't want people to listen to your podcast. That, that makes you uh, one of the
0: crowd. One of yeah, the we're chiefs. all about uh, inclusion. Or no, disclusion. The disclusion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, occlusion, I think, is i don't
1: know <laughs> what, what's happening with your hair steve uh <laughs> I,
0: you don't want to know the heat here is destroying all hair products and uh it's uh, and human beings apparently
1: uh, I, i've known you for a long time i've never seen you flip your your hair like this I don't think, uh, uh california's really changed uh, you uh, this hollywood lifestyle i don't like what it's what done are you to talking
0: you about dude i'm the same bro who used to hang out with you in tampa <laughs> I just made a hang 10 sign for those of you who don't uh, watch us. Um, but uh, there's one thing that we uh, did watch, and that is the chipmunk adventure. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, um, I guess this is a, a series of when we go back and watch uh, cla- maybe classic, maybe almost not so <laughs> classic uh, family films. The first one we did was uh, Care Bears. That was a couple episodes back. You should check it out. It's a yeah. very popular episode. Um, what were uh, what's your history with not only the film, the Chipmunk Adventure, but Alvin and the Chipmunks themselves? I used to love Alvin and the Chipmunks as a mm-hmm. kid.
1: Um, watched the the cartoon, and I know they had like several iterations. Like I think uh, they started in the sixties, but you know I watched like the one that ran from. What was it, like, 83 to 90 or something? It had, like, a really long run for a cartoon. Yeah, I think
0: I saw 81 or 82. Um, I think it was 83 to... Something like I know it was, like, early 80s
1: to just about the early 90s, maybe late 80s, something like that. Like, six, I remember it was seven seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I used to watch it. And, and this movie, I don't remember what cable channel would air it, but I used to watch it all the time. Oh. And, uh... I have some questions for uh 10-year-old Yahel about his viewing habits. <laughs> oh, I
0: don't know. I think I think he was right on uh right on cue with this movie. Um but yeah, uh same here. I loved uh the 80s Alvin and the Chipmunks uh, show um mostly because I just like the fact that they sang uh like rock songs <laughs> and like, you know, you would never hear any songs like that in a uh in like a mickey mouse or disney movie or anything because you know they just they compose their own um one of my favorite episodes of the show was uh when they went from chipmunk to chip punk Do <laughs> you remember that one i don't remember like, no, that's don't the remember. actual title of it and it's basically when they they make a punk band <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's pretty funny i mean of course they're not like singing sex pistols or anything i can't remember what songs they covered um that, now that would have been amazing if, if they had been singing <laughs> sex that pistols. would be all, i would uh if they did this cgi movie like that i would i would pay to see it um for sure but yeah this movie was a honeycut uh, family um, regular uh, we i think recorded it I mean, it doesn't make sense that it would have been on the Disney Channel because it's not Disney. But I think they, you know, they right. paid for other stuff to have on there just because maybe back then they were short on content or something. I don't know. Um, that makes that yeah. Makes sense. But we uh, we recorded it and wore that VHS tape out, buddy. Um, and I had a lot of nostalgia going into this um, for good. And some of it was uh, ruined. I wouldn't say it was uh, completely ruined, um, but uh, before we get, I had a lot of nostalgia going in for this too, mm-hmm.
1: Steve. And I, the the next episode of Obscurity now can be on my nostalgia and love for the Chipmunks Adventure because it's obscure.
0: Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> oh, you just well, great. People can just tune out now. They don't need to hear the rest of the show. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's real good. There's good. There's some really great things about it, and there's eh, some, uh, some yeah, well, we'll get yeah. to it. Uh, so yeah, let's yeah, yeah. get uh, right into the uh, IMDB here of um, The Chipmunk Adventure, which came out in 1987, May 22nd, 1987, had opening... Mm-hmm. Same year as Masters of the Universe. Yeah, oh, man, we need to get to that, too. Um, oh, and just to clarify, of course, Alvin and the Chipmunks are not obscure but I'd say this movie is definitely on the cusp of obscurity, um, yeah. and you, the, uh, the listener or watcher, get to decide if you want it to be even more obscure or remembered for the whatever it is that it is. Uh, so it had a uh, <laughs> opening weekend in the USA of $584,720. The gross USA was... What? What?
1: Wait, I'm sorry. 580-something thousand or
0: $250,584? <laughs> Steve,
1: <laughs> Steve uh, are you familiar with numbers? I'm, they're <laughs> actually my
0: weak point for sure. Um, so 2,584,720. <laughs> okay, that,
1: that makes, that makes yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. So anyway, basically the uh, producers, who are also the directors and the writers and the voice actors... They said uh, when this came out that it did okay, um, but it took them uh, many DVD sales later to uh, get their money back. I don't think I'm ever gonna do the uh, the gross uh, the numbers again. I'll leave that up to you next time. (laughs) Sure, that might be. But here's one thing. (laughs) I love how I was
1: like, is it this number you said or this other number you said? You're like, it's actually a third number I never said. Right, right, (laughs) right.
0: But uh, all right, here's the synopsis. Something that I think I'm a little bit better at. All right, here we go. Yes. Sure. Alvin has entered himself and Simon and Theodore in a hot air balloon race around the world against the Chipettes to deliver diamonds for a group of diamond smugglers. The winner will collect a prize of $100,000. Um,
1: and... Uh, <laughs> I, that that intro makes it sound like that synopsis makes it sound like uh, Alvin has decided to become a diamond yeah, smuggler. Yeah, it really
0: does. And this was written. I guess anyone on IMDb can write like a story or synopsis. is written by some guy named Corey Simple. He's a very simple man. <laughs> mm, um, wow.
1: I mean, it's not like a totally no, inaccurate No, no,
0: it's fine. Um, synopsis per se. Yeah, it's like after Alvin did copious amounts of coke, <laughs> he decided to <laughs> yeah, they just let that part out. Um, anyway, this is uh, directed by Janice Carmen, uh, written by Janice Carmen and Ross. All right, I practice saying this guy's name Bagdazarian. That's it. Ross Bagdazarian, I think that's Jr. Pretty close. Um, who was actually the son of the original creator of, um, the chipmunks, um, who basically yeah. inherited it and then decided he wanted to keep that gravy train a rolling. Uh, and <laughs> the director, Janice Carmen is his wife. Um, Oh, that I doubt it. Uh, yep. And so on to the, uh, a bit of the cast here. Now this, what's up? Oh, no. Well, you're probably about to get to it, how this guy Ross also did the voice of Dave. Yep, and he's also the voice of Alvin and most of the male chipmunks. In fact, got it right here. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't want to um, leave out uh, music by Randy Ed- Edelman, uh, because I actually think, and I, we'll get to it later, I think the, the score is quite good, but um, Ross Bagdasarian does the voice of David, Alvin, Simon. And, well, that's all he's credited for here. Uh, Did you want to take a few more of the voices? Yeah, somebody else
1: does. Sure. Uh, But one thing about the the character of Dave Sellers that I I found out is that... Seville. excuse me, yes. He, Dave Seville, was the stage name of his dad, Ross Bagdasarian Jr., whatever. So his dad, the creator of the Chipmunks, Dave uh, Seville was his stage name, actually. So I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. That's funny. But... um, yeah in this we've got uh frank weller which uh Welker. <laughs> what Welcome, why can't you know we spent like three minutes talking about him before we went live mm-hmm. and i mispronounced his name like seven times you corrected me each time and i don't respect you i no guess problem. and uh just uh
0: continue mutual <laughs> to, disrespect uh, uh just like um yes. <laughs> mike Tanay and uh <laughs> who was the... oh and uh, yes mutual respect <laughs> <laughs> There's an obscure reference uh, yes. for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dodie Goodman, mm-hmm. uh, who was Miss Rebecca mm-hmm. Miller. Uh, one of the few people that I think didn't do multiple voices. Uh, I'm not going to go through everybody, but Nancy Cartwright is here, who she's famous from Simpsons, right?
0: That's right. She's Bart. And right. also a staunch and, supporter uh, of Scientology. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hopefully, one day we can have an episode uh,
0: of Obscurity Now about Scientology.
1: Hey, you remember that crazy Scientology? Cult? <laughs> I'd
0: like to have an episode about all religion in general, but that's aside the point. Well, that, that's a, it's
1: a good way to get our entire audience to get. Yeah, along.
0: yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, religion, politics—these are the things that people love. Right, right. Um, uh, also, Anthony DeLongis. Mm-hmm. Is it, uh, who I thought did a really good job with as the voice of oh, I Klaus. I love Klaus. I can't... So, Anthony was in Masters of the Universe, which came out the same year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who was in Masters of the Universe? Um, Dolph Lundgren? Yes, but also uh, Robert Duncan McNeil, oh, and, who was a regular on
0: Star Trek Voyager. Oh, my gosh. So, are you but, you're telling uh, me we're in a Star Trek connection?
1: N- well... Well, well, yeah, kind of. So he was, uh, you know, he was in Masters mm. of the Universe with one of the main characters from Star Trek Voyager. But Anthony Delongis himself was in seven episodes of Star Trek Voyager.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh. So it sounds like we're in a. <laughs> ah, oh no, we've just entered another Star Trek connection. Ah. You like that, buddy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, that's uh for those watching that's the first time i had ever uh seen that Um i worked
0: really hard and, on uh, it
1: <laughs> dude that was awesome oh and uh chris perry is here in the chat thank, thank you chris he said uh, frank welker is a uh, god among uh voices. absolutely actors. uh but yeah he was uh anthony longest whatever his name is he was um kaj the main kazan In uh, the first uh, season of a couple of seasons of Star Trek Voyager. He's a large imposing Mm -hmm.
0: man. Any other um, standouts here on the cast list we need to mention? Oh, I know one at least. Uh, How about yourself? Not to me. Uh, Who'd you find? Um, For some reason it lists uh, Mel Blanc, you know, the voice of Bugs Bunny, as additional voices. But when you click on the link, uh, there's nothing there. Uh, So we can weird. just uh, assume that he uh, is involved with something, and I think it's funny that uh, you know Frank Megatron Welker is the voice of like the baby penguin.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the dog. Yeah, yeah. He does a lot of weird uh, animal work. Um, and the dog doesn't talk, by the way. For those who haven't seen the
0: movie, he just makes dog noises. Right, right. Um, so um, let's see. Produced by this, as we said, was produced by Ross. Bagdazarian Jr., uh, as well as his, uh, and directed by his wife, and they actually financed it themselves with the money they made from the Saturday morning cartoon, which is probably why the cast is so small. Um, That makes sense. Yeah, and they said they ran into a lot of problems. Um, You know what, let's... uh, Let's jump over to the theater so I can show everyone our cool um, slideshow.
1: Oh, I was hoping we were gonna you were gonna show us their
0: problems, like maybe uh, <laughs> uh, bank account statements. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, the problems that they had were basically they had spread out. I guess production to uh, studios all over the um, all over the globe, basically. And they had a deadline that was unmovable, um, which caused for them to cut a lot of um, the the footage uh, in the film, or a lot of the scenes in the film. So interesting. um, Yeah, um, I mean, I had no idea. I mean, it's still an hour and. 15 minutes. Right, so, I mean, yeah. It's not- they just uh they must have cut like the the Simon massacre scene where he like kills a bunch of people in a fast food <laughs> restaurant or or maybe almost kills uh Alvin. Um I liked yeah. Simon yeah. at the beginning of this. He was uh really sarcastic and funny and like one of the only voices of reason and like in the uh, with the chipmunks here. Who is your favorite yeah. chipmunk by the way, you hell? Um
1: probably simon even as a kid i found alvin to be a bit obnoxious Mm -hmm. um theodore i couldn't relate to right guess because it's he's like such a alvin and theodore are like such over-the-top caricatures Mm -hmm. which you know it's a kid's show so like fine of course Mm -hmm. you know like um whereas uh simon for whatever reason simon for those that don't know he's the smart one
0: and the tall he wears
1: glasses Mm -hmm. yeah and the tallest one uh, keeps himself lean, also in good shape. Uh, <laughs> he's not just brains. Wasn't um, he on the cover yeah. of Men's
0: Health at one point? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Just leaning back like this. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of this good Men's Health cover.
0: Simon, it's, it's my turn to sing. Lead. No, no, it's, it's his, uh, uh, Simon. Is, I guess is his last name, Seville. Simon Seville. Not just all brain, but a, a little brawn too, and he's all boiled <laughs> yeah, up. Um, Stepping out of Alvin's shack. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I also liked
0: Simon because he was the bass player um, most of the time. It seemed like, but. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So um, wow. All right.
1: Simon's definitely the funniest. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Theodore is an idiot right that just eats a lot uh
0: yeah Uh, they make him pretty simple in this he's the the Forrest Gump of the group who only like pretty much falls his stomach everywhere but I like the running gag um throughout the film where he's always trying to eat and then it never happens
1: um yeah yeah you know I didn't even pick up on that (laughs) that that is a good running gag um (laughs) You know, speaking of the characters, was this the first time? Because I couldn't remember that the Chipettes were introduced. No, uh, they were pretty prevalent uh, throughout
0: the show. Um, they even ha-
1: I know that they were in the show. I, I just couldn't remember if this came out and then they got introduced into the show.
0: Well, um, I'm pretty sure they were in the show. I mean, I just remember. I, I see what, what you're saying. You're saying, like, maybe this was the... Um, the thing that brought in the Chipettes, like, in the way that the Care Bears brought in the Care Bear cousins in the movie. Yeah, because
1: because eventually the Chip... Alvin and the Chipmunks just gets changed to, like, the Chipmunks. Right. Once the Chipettes are in the show, and I think that's why. In fact, I, I might have even read them. Okay. All
0: right, well, we'll just uh, go ahead and counted as gospel um, but uh, I just remember
1: yeah, I don't want the chipmunk community to get upset
0: <laughs> I mean apparently there is one I went to the um the Alvin and the chipmunks like fan uh wiki I think they call it the what do they call it uh, I don't remember but um but yeah that's where I got uh, a lot of these The chipopedia yeah, <laughs> something like that a lot of these uh fun facts um and uh one of the one of the things is is uh, first off like if you're looking for this uh, streaming or on Blu-ray or DVD, you're going to be uh, highly disappointed because I guess they did a little research and development and decided that it wasn't uh, financially uh, economical for them to release this again. Is it, and if you go on Amazon, like the cheapest DVD you can find is like 80 bucks or something like that. Um, yeah. So if you've yeah. got a copy uh, on your hands, oh, hang on to it. It's, it might send you <laughs> to like three days of college in the yeah. future.
1: I, the, the, the new Bitcoin is what they're calling it, <laughs> uh, I believe. Monk coin. Yeah. Oh, God um but uh yeah i i don't know where you watched it but i found it on youtube somebody uploaded two literally two weeks ago i think the day that you and i decided to do this topic somebody i'm not even joking somebody uploaded a really nice copy
0: oh, uh, up
1: on youtube Those clever
0: russians they're always listening in or is it just the u.s mm. government themselves who knows um but uh yeah but speaking of uh of russians <laughs> That's one of the places they uh, didn't go when they were traveling around the world here. Um, and, I mean, that's for anyone who hasn't seen this movie. I mean, it's basically Around the World in 80 Days with the Chipmunks. But uh, And also, I, I think it's funny that the whole uh, adventure, like the catalyst for the whole Chipmunk adventure, is the fact that they just happen to be playing a, um, an arcade game called Around the World in 30 Days where uh-huh. our villains, these uh, rich weirdos who are also brother and sister, uh, Klaus and Claudia Furstine, just happen to be sitting around like they're in the dump. I don't. Why did they all go to the same pizzeria? Like, I. <laughs> it. It. Yeah, I, I didn't understand
1: what they were doing there. Mm. Like the, the the rich people. Mm. Like I. I obviously get the chipmunks being there. their kids right. hanging out playing video games at the pizzeria but yeah hey,
0: the, the real weird one percent need their pizza too i guess uh i guess so yeah well that's like um all right let's get into this thing what are some of the let's start off with the good here uh you hell um what are some of the things that you liked about this movie
1: what well, well <laughs> it's uh <laughs> the animation i thought oh, was actually pretty pretty beautiful well done.
0: beautiful uh very um, cinematic too. i yeah, yeah.
1: There were some nice shots. Uh, I, I like when, especially when cartoons of this era, whenever they do uh, like a panning shot and they actually take the effort to do some parallax, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of scrolling. Sure. So there were some really nice shots. I, I would say pretty, if not on, on par with something you would see out of Disney from the time, pretty
0: damn close. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I liked... Um... Like when they showed the scenes of, uh, of the inspector and his men in the, um, in, in his, I guess, office, it was like, like classic, like film noir setup. Um, mm-hmm. also there was a really cool scene where, uh, Claudia was just like stoking a fire and it was like shot through the fire, like up at her. Um, yeah. and I was just like, wow, that's beautiful. And then of course, not to mention like the backgrounds for all of the, uh, all of the mini, uh, Exotic uh, locales. Uh, they were just awesome. Um,
1: and yeah, so it definitely stands out from what you would see on Saturday mornings. From
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, it's also underscored nicely uh, by the score, uh, which I mean, right when the, the first shot of the film um, starts, and they have that do uh, do 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 It's like to me, that is the call to adventure right there. Like <laughs> I should have listened to this soundtrack when I was driving from uh, from Florida to L.A. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> apparently, that's also something that's really rare and expensive—is the soundtrack to this movie. Um, Much better than the Care Bears soundtrack. Oh yeah. Well, this one's also a lot more. Um, in your face, I would say there's actual, you know, comedy where we discussed that, you know, Care Bears was pretty, pretty low key for the most part. You know, aside from the fact that there was a book with a green head in it, um, like, I guess, <laughs> speaking of, um, of villains, like, what do you think about our, our, our main antagonists here? Yehel?
1: I honestly, they were probably my favorite characters uh, in the movie. Uh, I thought the voice actors did an awesome job. Uh, One thing that I was afraid that they were going to do because I couldn't really remember was uh, the sister, uh, the rich sister villain. I thought for sure she was going to like be they were going to go the stereotypical run. She was going to be really mean to her
0: dog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But she like treats that dog like gold,
1: (laughs) which I thought was like very. Oh, trust me.
0: Living in uh, living in Hollywood, I see a lot of uh, Claudia's and uh, and Sophie's uh, walking around uh, in the park every day. Uh, but yeah, Claudia yeah. and Klaus um, were—they were hilarious. I would say—I mean, obviously, Klaus was more of the comic relief. Uh, Claudia, mm-hmm. she looked very scary at times. Uh, they did an awesome job on um, the facial um, animation for both of them. Yeah. Uh, and they—yeah, and their, their character designs are really good. They really stand for out for sure. I mean, they didn't—they didn't really like do anything too bad, like on camera. I mean, again, this is a, this is a kid's movie. Um, but I remember being eight years old and being afraid of Claudia, (laughs) like just, just (laughs) from the way that she moved and the faces that she made and always yelling and stuff. But Klaus, oh man, I laughed at so many of the, uh, the dumb little, um, slapstick routines. They put him in, uh, like the Mm -hmm. scene where they're sitting in the pool and he, uh, starts flicking water on Sophie and she, uh.
1: Sophie's the uh, the dog. Yeah, yeah the little dog.
0: Way, um, or Frank Welker <laughs> as uh, as his friend, as the dog's friends call. Her. It was really weird when Sophie was like, Starscream, you failed me again." Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and she um, deflates his um, his raft, and then in like classic Looney Tunes fashion, it shoots him all over the pool, and he falls into the um, into the waterfall, and I don't know. I just watching that again as an adult like cracked me up um and there were a few other scenes that i just remember playing as day like when um when the chipmunks or specifically alvin used the uh the tape recording to fool uh, miss miller
1: um yeah, yeah. and
0: when you know they uh it's like slow and he's like Ms. miller and she's like david are you drunk like that's <laughs> that just cracked me up every time and even cracked me up this time too and Oh, here's a weird little plot hole I discovered. Sorry, stop me if I'm wrong here, but Miss Miller was basically the the David Seville for the Chipettes, right? She watched the Chipettes in the show. Um,
1: I, you know what? I don't remember because like when she came on screen, she seemed familiar to me, but I couldn't figure it right. out. Right. So maybe maybe you're right um, about that. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't really remember. Right yeah but if she is mm-hmm. you know then why, why yeah because they never explain like what the chipettes like how they end up like getting kind of like the okay to go
0: do this right see and here's and here's the thing I get, this could pick up where you were saying that they you know added the chipettes later in the show maybe after the movie um, and that is that yeah in the show Miss Miller watched the chipettes so who was watching the chipettes when Miss Miller was watching the chipmunks uh it was like right <laughs> i was i was like whoa mind blown uh plot hole who'd have thought so, you 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 are right i'm on monkopedia mm-hmm. that's, it. that's uh, it which
1: is not not too far from chipopedia <laughs> but uh yeah they uh she was in the show uh her first appearance was in uh that was so called help Wanted, mommy <laughs> oh. which uh something you can also like put into like the search field and Pornhub and get, I'm sure. hits. Oh. For but, uh, yeah, so she was in, uh, that, and she takes in the chipettes.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but was that, so I guess that that was that prior to the movie or after.
1: So that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's season four. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that this is her first. Appearance.
0: Oh, okay. So, all right. So, so I think you're correct. Yeah, because if they were, if the chipettes were introduced in the movie, then their rivalry at the beginning wouldn't have made sense because they just sort of, you know, show them in the pizzeria and Alvin and uh, uh, Brittany, they're already at each other's throats.
1: Yeah, I just assumed it was kind of one of those, uh, it's a kid's show thing and like boys don't like girls and um, it doesn't really need to be explained, but it seems like you're correct Mm -hmm. though, that they were already on the show and um, yeah. And so you're right. What the F is going on with the Chipettes? <laughs> <laughs> Just being able to do whatever they want. Yeah, uh,
0: that's they were left alone to fend for themselves. That's, that's something else. Um, yeah, some other great sort of funny moments that stick out in my mind um, were... Uh, well, let's see. There's Klaus. I kind of like the... Uh, Sometimes those, uh, those cops, even though you didn't know they were cops, they looked like uh, criminals. Like, But that's yeah. uh, one thing that I think was almost sort of clever about the script, which, surprise, surprise, I think is the weakest thing about this movie, but we'll get to that later, is that they do the... Um, it's called a reversal in... Um, like in screenplays is uh you think these these cops are the bad guys the whole time even though they never really explain where they're coming from but then at the end they're just they work for uh, interpol which yeah as an eight-year-old i had no idea mm-hmm. what interpol was
1: <laughs> uh by the way we do have uh cosmic katamari here in the chat he said was alvin and the chipmunks
0: on the cdi hi everybody yeah welcome cosmic um Actually,
1: they may have been because it was pretty typical for like '80s cartoons and uh, kids shows like Sesame Street, and Berenstain Bears, mm-hmm. to have like educa- edutainment titles on the CDI, and there's like hundreds of them. So they may be on the CDI. By the way,
0: uh, thank you for saying Berenstain Bears and not Berenstein Bears. Like this is our reality. I just want you to know that. <laughs>
1: And you're right. The chipettes actually were. I looked it up. They were uh, in the very first episode of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mm-hmm. So
0: they were there all along. There you Steve. go. There you go. So uh, all right. So we've got some great music, great animation, uh, some. Well, I, 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 the music. I wouldn't say it's. All I meant the great. score. I mean, we got a we, we oh, got a great score, score yes, okay. and I was gonna move on to. So next, um, what you thought about the pop songs that were uh, that were in this movie?
1: You know, <laughs> it's weird because like the arrangements are pretty well done, mm-hmm. you know, for the songs that they cover, like the cover, like Wooly Bully, uh, like that one. I can't remember, like the other ones that they cover. That one just really sticks out to me. But one thing that I didn't realize and maybe I just didn't care about as a kid is it is fucking impossible to understand what these oh yeah kids or what these chipmunks are singing like if if it's just one of them singing it's okay you can kind of make it out but the moment that all three of the chipmunks are like singing especially if they're doing harmonies Mm -hmm. forget it you cannot (laughs) understand a word that they're saying and honestly like I found their music numbers to be more obnoxious than anything Aww.
0: with the exception of maybe Wooly Bully. Right. I like, um, all right. So I've got a couple in here that I like that I've always liked. And I even liked uh, listening to though. But, uh, yeah, of course that, that high, the high pitchness of their voice is uh, very grating, um, for sure. As a, uh, yeah. as a 39 year old. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked Wooly Bully. I liked, uh, when they did the, uh, I, that, uh, we're off to see the world song at the beginning, uh, the girls of rock and roll or the boys of rock and roll, wh- whichever one it was, Um, you know, uh-huh. when they're in Greece, Um, I thought that was a pretty fun song. And also uh, at the end, it's uh, they're called the it's called the Diamond Dolls, I think is the title. I think. Yeah. I in think the so. airport. Yeah. But I mean, those are sort of like typical, like 80s, just rock songs that um that again, I mean, I. When I was, you know, eight, you could only hear that on the radio when you're really not that interested. But if the chipmunks were singing it, you know, that's a totally different story. Um, (laughs) Well, you know, speaking of these songs, like there's one point where the
1: Chipettes sing a song to charm some cobras. Oh, that's uh, that are going to kill them.
0: That's definitely in the bad section. uh, That whole scene. That that it's such a
1: weird scene mm-hmm. a lot of weird decisions but the chorus of the song is these like young girls saying tell me what i need to do to get with you <laughs> uh well they're like doing this weird dance i'm just like oh, what <laughs> like i don't know man it, it was just kind of weird mm. um well because the way that they're singing it is like they're trying to not, not that they're like necessarily trying to seduce the cobras but because they're trying to um yeah, uh, you, 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 you know get get the cobras to to not attack him. What what do you call when you get the cobras? Charmed. And the tra- the charm the cobras. Yeah. They're kind of moving like somewhat like you know like seductively. So the whole thing is just weird. And when I heard that, I'm like, oh, that's
0: man. Nah, it that could have been phrased a little better. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, the whole script. All right. Since we're already in kind of negative territory, we'll just go ahead and dive in. Oh,
1: well, well, I mean, was there any other positives though that you wanted to touch on? Because I think. I get the feeling you like this film more than I did
0: um I mean those are those are definitely the big positives I'd say um the uh, what else is there? <laughs> I think that's <laughs> uh, like as a as an eight or ten year old however old I was i mean I really enjoy the adventure aspect of it just it's it was very you know Indiana Jones or james Bond um it's a good length too for for kids movie I think. sure sure um it's an it's a good movie to watch like we had our massive conversion van that had a tv and vcr in it that we used to use um on trips when we would go visit our family from florida up in south carolina and we would usually watch this movie and it you know it was like hey we're traveling and the chipmunks are traveling so uh so all is good um very lame. Yeah, very lame. <laughs> I just thought I'd share here, um, but uh, yeah, I liked uh, I liked Simon and his uh, sarcastic one-liners, as I already said. Uh, yeah, I think we covered like the the good um, for sure, and but yeah, the bad is the uh, the script. It's all mm-hmm. plot and no story. There's no um, character arc for anyone. Nobody learns right. anything new uh britney almost has a character yeah it was like they teased it i I wonder if like character stuff is what got um like axed in the when they were cutting stuff because they were running out of money um but yeah like when they have the whole you know baby penguin scene which really i I feel like is just filler i mean i guess the whole race could be filler if you want to like get technical Uh, (laughs) um but then we wouldn't have a movie uh like you know when they're like singing about their mother that they need it was like are they going to like find a mom at the end of this movie because as far as i know jibets don't have a mother um so it was just like (laughs) i just sometimes i just wonder how this script was conceived if if they were just like hey what songs we got and it's like okay we we Mm -hmm. got these songs well, uh, why don't we just send them on a little uh little a fun little race around the world and uh bada bing, bada boom, we got ourselves a feature. I,
1: I, I think you're right, because uh one of the notes I had, uh my notes is that the excuses for the songs are pretty flimsy. Mm. Like it's just like I don't know. Um and, and for me a big negative is like the the songs because of again the arrangements are fine it's just like you said like it's very grating mm. and probably because I'm older right? right now so yeah the high pitched stuff is grating I also thought it was really weird when the chipmunks go to Mexico mm. they do this song because uh, of course there's a fiesta all of a sudden sure. they're always uh, going on there right <laughs> I'm a Hispanic man that's what we do. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was really weird. So the chipmunks start to do their song. And to me, this is probably the most difficult to understand song. Oh, from yeah. The lyrics because they're singing in high-pitched voices. It's uh, they're, they're singing the harmonies the whole time. And they're doing it with these weird stereotypical, like, Mexican-Hispanic accents. And it's just like, why? Right. Because the song already has, like, a few Spanish words in it, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing the song in Mexico about what's going on. But yeah, like, why did they have him singing like Hispanic accents? Like,
0: yeah, it just made them even more difficult to understand. Right? Yeah, like the portrayals of some of these foreign lands is like, I mean, I don't not good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I. It's it's weird. I wouldn't say it's. I would say it's almost stereotypical, but it's more like the pulp versions of them. It's like they didn't go to like Egypt in 1986. They went to the Egypt that Indiana Jones went to.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and, yeah, and, of course, there's, like, a sultan there who's their age who wants to make the chipettes their their wives, uh, his wife, right. which is voiced by Nancy Cartwright, uh, a.k.a. Bart Simpson. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's all – like, the thing is, is that it's, of course, when you're eight, none of this matters, but it's all pretty random. It's – there's no um, – yeah. Aside from those uh, police, um, policemen chasing them, there's very little to like bind any of this together. Uh, And the fact that the, you know, the chipmunks happen to run into the chipettes in all the world, in all of Uh of the little markets, in all the world, uh, and all the oranges. Or was it an orange? Like Alvin reaches for an orange, and who's on the other end of it but but Brittany? And then they do their little. Rock and roll song. Um, yeah, there's a lot of
1: uh, plot coincidence, coincidences. Yeah, that. like
0: the whole thing really reeks of like someone who a, maybe a first time a script writer. Um, and all, but I'm sure back then as well, they were like, "Yeah, it's for kids. They're just gonna go with it." I mean, right. which they did, and they're 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 right. Yeah. Um, and so yeah,
1: yeah. I the yeah the portrayals of like the civilizations uh that they (laughs) come on like you're right like it makes no sense it's all over the place it it could have been a time travel movie yeah you know um um and then of course they run into you know uh some sort of indigenous people somewhere and what are they cannibals of course oh no they're not cannibals they they want to they do human sacrifice it's
0: supposed to be brazil (laughs) that's what it was okay i couldn't remember yeah i was like uh, really yeah i wonder why they didn't opt for like uh you know and you know, travel movies, whenever they go to a new place, they always show, uh, put a sign like, oh, look, they're in, you know, Macabre or whatever, wherever. Right, um, they right, didn't right. bother. I mean, I guess I can give them props for just like, oh, we'll just have the have it be in the dialogue. Oh, here we are in Greece. Oh, here we are in Athens. Or, mm-hmm. um, so I, but, you know, again, if you're trying to appeal to kids, why not just put, hey, look, Greek, spam, right there on the screen. That way the kid knows where they are, and if they want to learn more about Greek culture, they can go to their local library and yeah. check out a book. Um,
1: Steve, maybe, maybe you can like help clarify this for me, because another thing that I found to be in the negative is, I don't want to say that I found the plot confusing per se, but I found the setup to be a little ridiculous oh. in terms of like, so they're... Going in in these hot air balloons <laughs> and they have dolls. Like they they have they each have like a Chipets have a bunch of uh Chipette dolls, uh-huh. right? Or do they have and then the Chipmunks have a bunch of chipmunk dolls? They go to a country to a certain spot, then they give somebody like they're if I'm Alvin, I give them my chipmunk doll, and they in turn give me a Chipette doll.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. But it's not the Chipette doll that the other chipettes dropped off even though the chipette so
0: they, they're not both going to the same countries no no um all right so they have all these guys <laughs> already waiting in the in these countries they're basically waiting for their diamond delivery um okay and then they're getting
1: the money from the guys yes, okay
0: yes and no it's a totally convoluted plot like one that i don't think i ever grasped when i was eight years old i because here, here here's
1: what confused me uh and sorry to cut you off but the people that are giving them the money already have the Chipette dolls, right? Like, if you're the Chipmunks. So how did they get these dolls? Like, so obviously, like, did they, like, ship these to them? Yeah, the doll,
0: yeah, I I wrote that, too. Like, I was like, wow, Klaus and Claudia must have had, uh, you know, quite a lot of people working to make these um, Alvin and the Chipmunk dolls. Like, I just wonder if that was, like, you know, branding. Like, if they want, they were just, like, if we put in, you know, stuffed animal versions of the chipmunks and the chipettes, the kids are going to want to buy them. Um,
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember there being, like, little stuffed dolls of them, mm -hmm. so I I don't know if it coincided with the film, but makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I
0: never, again, that's one of the things I never questioned when I was eight. I was like, "Eh, of course they have have, uh, dolls of themselves. But that's, like, one of the questions about the chipmunk universe, the chipmunk cinematic universe. (laughs) And this is also in the show as well. I was like... Sometimes they're like huge rock stars that you know they can't, uh-huh. and then other times they're just going to school and they're regular kids. Which is it? Which is it? <laughs> Hello, Ross Bagdazarian. <laughs> Tell me, <laughs> I'd like to know. Um, and that brings me to this next question, and I'm pretty sure I already know the answer, but have you watched any of the CGI Alvin and the Chipmunk movies?
1: No, no, I haven't. The the trailers looked pretty rough for me.
0: Yeah, I wasn't really interested either. I mean, I don't know. I'm still a big uh, supporter of 2D animation. If they did a Chipmunk Adventure 2, I'd watch it. Um, But uh, I should probably save that to the end. Um, But yeah, like that's a question that I've had about the Chipmunk universe. Even since the beginning, I was just like, so are they big rock stars or are they just regular kids and and then that brings on the whole animal sentience thing that's another thing about the uh <laughs> when they go to the penguin place my notes too yeah, when they go to the penguin place and like there's there's fully formed penguin families, like mothers and fathers missing their baby penguin in the igloo they have like
1: cribs for the babies made out of um wood oh and where, where
0: did they get this wood and here's a question for you, hell, riddle me this. <laughs> Like the uh, the baby penguin is wearing a locket with a photo of his or her family in it. Who took that picture? Oh, I don't know. See, obviously
1: somebody there set up a photography business. You know,
0: oh. uh, doing that that
1: that side hustle, grinding twenty four seven. Either that or I don't know. Ross
0: Bagdasarian Jr. had a had a Bagdasarian full of cocaine that <laughs> that he stored in while he was writing this.
1: Well, you know, this is uh, 1987, so maybe they have an Eckerd at their corner that develops f- uh, photos. I don't know. <laughs> Eckerd. But,
0: um... <laughs> <laughs> what an obscure, <laughs> obscure reference! Oh, I love it. I'm uh, gonna have to make a uh, make a sound bite for that too, uh, of some kind. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I agree, and like it's weird. Like, why are the chipmunks
1: sentient? They speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, humans have no problems with them speaking, but they're the only animals that speak. Right. Uh, right right i don't know why is the dog a pet but the chipmunks aren't
0: (laughs) i also love um, how like um i mean they definitely you know went into like looning tunes areas with uh like the alligators during the woolly bully scene like they were um there was a few other times when yeah uh, other like they really when the alligators were trying to eat
1: them uh when the people of brazil were trying to sacrifice uh the chipmunk boys to uh well we never to, be, we don't know why other than they're doing it because on the full moon i like to think um, it's to
0: cthulhu um but i guess yeah. so
1: by the way how how funny was it that the, how convenient was it that Theodore knew the language you mean simon
0: uh oh yeah simon yeah. i'm sorry the smart one oh. uh, he knew the language of the indigenous people and how to read it yeah well that's what i thought was funny when they did uh I mean, and this was reaching for a gag, but I think they pulled it off when he was like trying. He was like, sacrifice the such and such by the such and such. He's like, oh, no, I've got it all wrong. It's eyes before teeth except after teeth there's something you know basically making fun yeah, of that old yeah. grammar like which i never got back then but i got now and it's only moderately funny but i was like yeah you're reaching but it's something yeah. at least you tried yeah. to make it funny i guess i don't know
1: it's weird that, like man if they're going to like throw in some jokes to appeal to the adults watching it with their kids why did they only appeal to like english school teachers <laughs> That's true. Ah, That's true. English school teacher is going to get a real kick out of this one. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I have one more thing in the. I, I, I don't know if I, I. I guess this is a negative, and uh, it's something that as a kid I probably didn't really notice, but the Chipettes have to be the laziest characters.
0: Oh, you mean the fact created? that they're just girl versions of the Chipmunks? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Literally, Brittany is just like Alvin. I don't even remember the other the other two's name, but they have one that's you know overweight and eats mm-hmm. a lot, so she's the Theodore. And then they have a smart one with glasses that's their son, Brittany,
0: Jeanette, and dang, I can't remember the third one. But uh, yeah, you're right. And even worse than that is, um, I mean, I would I could say that all right. If I close my eyes and listen to the chipmunks, I could probably at least pick out like Simon and maybe Alvin. Uh, but if I close my mind, my eyes and listen to the chipettes, nah, nah, and and, and I mean it's yeah. because it's all voiced by his wife. Um, she does. Yeah. Maybe maybe you should try closing your mind. <laughs> uh. Closing my mind <laughs> to these movies that we're forcing ourselves to watch. So, so um,
1: Ross Bagdasarian, he says that that's the best way to watch his films. Just close your mind. Yeah,
0: there you go. <laughs> um, let's see. I think we hit all the uh, all the major ones. Like. I will say that, all right, I was totally on board as I was watching this until when they finally got to what we now know is Brazil, and then the Chipettes got to um, the Penguin area. I guess you could say... Antarctica. Yeah, Antarctica. I guess that's the end of Act 2. Like I was kind of over it at that point. I was like, God, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sick of seeing them go into places and you know act 2 was like way too yeah, long Yeah, it was a massive act 2 just like with uh Generation X. <laughs> uh, but but I think it's because of the of the songs. Yeah, I mean and just um the I mean it's a flimsy story. There was never they should have had a a moment where like you know David and like I don't know, Dave saves Alvin or vice versa, and then they, you know, have, like, a sort of father-son-esque moment or something along those lines, but there's, like...
1: Yeah, it, it didn't... It never felt like there was, like, any real peril because as... Much like the Care Bears movie, I guess, like, as soon as there was a little bit of peril, within a few minutes, it was resolved. And then we moved on to the next peril at the right. next, well,
0: you know, location. Yeah, they never even had to, uh... Like, I mean, I guess they... F- faced up to Claudia and Klaus at the end. But in the end, the person who actually stops Klaus and Claudia is Miss Miller. <laughs> just because yeah. she's dry. Were they driving on the wrong side of the road? I don't even understand. She, they just sort of have an accident. And she gets out and right. goes all crazy Karen on him. <laughs> uh, which yeah, was.
1: Yeah. And then the, and then the cops like show up right. uh, and Dave with Dave who had just like, because Dave saw them like taking
0: Alvin. Well, we were talking about coincidences. Yeah, the coincidence that the wind blew Alvin's hat over to Dave. And he's like, that looks like Alvin's hat. It is yeah. Alvin's hat. Ooh. Dave, save me. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I always thought it was funny when uh, Miss Miller went crazy on the mat me- Like just when her, uh, her rear view mirror just comes down a little bit after causing the accident, and she, like, freaks out. <laughs> I hope you have yeah, insurance, yeah, but, Buster! Like, it, like she's got, like, this car from, like, the 1950s, yeah. and
1: obviously in immaculate condition, and the only thing that's, sc- her for those who haven't seen the movie, on her car is just her rearview mirror. Yeah. And it looks like it takes, like, two minutes to fix it, and that that was actually the only time watching this movie that I, like, really laughed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was, um, and then, of course... They had to end it with Dave yelling, "Well then, um, yeah." But uh, I mean, it was funny. Alvin was still, er, m- well, moderately funny when he was like, "We'll split it with you." They promised us a hundred thousand dollars, and I just, I think it's funny because a hundred thousand dollars in twenty twenty one isn't like nowhere near worth what it was then right. and it's not worth all the trouble that they went through i'm sure back then i was like oh my god a hundred thousand dollars i'd go on that race no problem uh <laughs> but nowadays i'd be like a hundred thousand dollars like that's not even a down payment on a house here in the valley like it's it's ridiculous yeah um,
1: and uh i will say though for the villains like it was kind of interesting because it seemed like the villains were going to legitimately like pay them the 100k yeah like, it did like um all things all things considered i mean they set them up with like these hot air balloons mm. um like i don't know like these villains i mean i guess they're supposed to be bad people but like you said we never really see them do anything dastardly just... except at the
0: very oh, end right. i guess they kidnapped the no no they said they kidnapped miss miller but they didn't And then that led to all right kidnapping the chipmunks and the chipettes. Yeah, that's what I mean, kidnapping the and their butler. Yeah, Um, yeah. uh, I mean, as far as like on the the list of like villain villains or criminals, like diamond smuggler. I mean, that's pretty harmless if you think about it. In fact. Yeah. I, well maybe there were blood diamonds i was gonna say like the, this, this is the 80s so. the diamond industry probably ca- causes more harm than they ever did um yeah in fact this was a missed opportunity for the chipmunks and chipettes to discover
1: that these were blood diamonds and that should have been Ooh. the main plot now that's some of the that's film. some
0: sweet virtue signaling there buddy yeah. that'll get you a job in hollywood no problem uh, S- sing me a song about these blood diamonds <laughs> chipmunk Blood <laughs> diamond <laughs> blood <laughs> diamonds in your eyes <laughs> god oh man um yeah well um i think what was uh, what, what what was uh your final thoughts your your
1: or your verdict uh, i think we. yes kinda...
0: yes we are in the verdict now we're going to answer the question should the chipmunk adventure be banished to the black hole of obscurity never to be heard from again or should it be uh, continued to be moved forward, I guess, uh, rediscovered by future generations? Um, and I would say that, uh, you know, it, it almost could be timeless in the way that all right, it, it's like pure adventure. There's no um, references to like stuff from the 80s. Like you could watch... Yeah, you could watch that and, you know, feel like it was made yesterday, except for when they go to the places, like Egypt. Um, that's like a... And, I mean, I've never been to Mexico, but I am i don't know if it looks the way it's portrayed in, um, <laughs> in the Chipmunk Adventure. <laughs> like, if they could have upgraded that, it would have been timeless. Uh, I still think it's funny. I still think uh, the songs are pretty good. And at least as an 8 or 10-year-old, you could probably get into those. Uh, I'd, I'm going to vote that we, we keep remembering the Chipmunk Adventure, even though it seems like Ross Bagdasarian himself has uh, kind <laughs> of let, let it go to the wayside to focus on you know CGI movies. Uh, I don't know. What do you say, Yo? Yeah.
1: I... Um... Man, I came into this with really high hopes just because I had watched it so much as a kid. And um, I was shocked at how much I didn't enjoy it. Um, I just... Like, the songs were, like, just obnoxious Mm. to me. Um, Again, I guess if you're a little kid, maybe it's fine. But I'm actually really shocked that I even liked it as a little kid because this is the kind of thing that I feel I wouldn't have liked as a a little kid. Um, So I I don't know if, if, you know, that... You know, if the Chipmunks came out today, mm-hmm. I don't think that they would be very successful um, if it just like started today because I think part of the reason for their success has a lot to do with the lack of choices <laughs> in the 80s. Um, mm. And I I just, I don't feel like it's timeless. Like, I feel like if you sit an eight-year-old in front of this movie right now, they're not going to like it because, I, I, I don't know if this makes any sense, but I feel like, current entertainment and, and like animation and stuff for like eight-year-olds is more sophisticated i don't know if that makes if, if that makes sense in a way do you, are you saying um, it's more
0: sophisticated writing wise or animation wise what do you help me out here
1: i i i think i think in both mm. now i think that if you know you're talking about a five or a six year mm. old i think they probably love this mm. um but i i really feel like that's about like the age group it would really fall in To me, like, man, I I was really let down. I was really disappointed. Uh, I think if it would have been, like, a 20-minute episode, I would have liked it. (laughs) But maybe it's because the second act just, like, went on and on, much like I'm going on and on. No, hey, Uh, that's
0: why you're here, buddy. So, in my opinion, uh, I'd say no. All right. So, I guess we have a stalemate here. So... It's not going to get erased (laughs) from existence just yet, but uh, who knows? Maybe uh, we'll uh, follow up, but I don't think the Chipmunks franchise is going to go away anytime soon. Um, Like they had the two CGI movies and I think there was a show for a while. I think so too. Um, I don't know if there's anything going on exactly right now. Um but, um, but yeah, I guess only time will tell. Like, when I was doing my research, I guess during the 80s, there was one point when they were pretty much going like head to head with uh, Disney for a while, there, in at least as mm. far as their popularity was going. Um, yeah, I
1: can see that chipmunks were huge, yeah. I mean,
0: and meaning, even when they were first conceived in the 70s, when they were just like a fake. You know band by you know ross Bagdasarian senior all he was doing was like bumping the pitch up on his voice and like yeah. they it was they had a number one single at some point like that's so crazy i wish i could go yeah back to the 70s and steal that idea like the... it was uh it was the 60s actually so okay. they're, they're even
1: older than that yeah, yeah
0: um that they had their hit
1: single and i think like the first uh animation thing uh maybe it was the first song was like 58 but yeah, they they go way way back, mm-hmm. um, and this is a, and like the '80s series wasn't even the first cartoon series that they had. Um, yeah, I, I just uh, it's kind of crazy, like just pitch shifting, uh, you know. <laughs> and that's enough. Made this guy an empire. Yeah, but uh, you know, he, he was the t-pain of his time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so all right, okay, so okay. You want the, you know, the movie should be forgotten. But what about the the chipmunk franchise, the chipmunks themselves? Like, should they be, should they continue moving forward? Or would you rather have a future without the chipmunks?
1: I, uh, <laughs> have you seen these? New... I just saw the character designs for the 3D movies and I'm just like, oh, God, oh, no. I'm not watching that. <laughs> uh uh, yeah i mean i i think they're fine as characters i just maybe they don't work um as a full-length film at least for me because of all the singing and their grating hideous voices right i'm not a big uh, fan of
0: musicals like anyway um so yeah yeah. i definitely feel feel like the
1: movie and i feel like the characters like it was too alvin heavy Mm -hmm. i think too uh, not a lot. It, it was like very Alvin and Theodore heavy, I feel like. Simon, I feel like outside of a quip here and there, like I feel like he didn't have a ton to do.
0: He had a bit, I mean, he had, uh, at the beginning, he was a, uh, basically, I feel like he should have been more of a, uh, of a conflict for Alvin. Like in the, yeah, that's, that, that's what I mean. In the end, yeah. he was just like, I'm only coming along to see that you don't get into too much trouble. Like, that's the best you could come up with, Ross Mm Bagdzarian. Like, uh, I mean, they could have done something like, um, you know, if you don't come, I'm not going to tell you where I hid your favorite microscope, you know, something simple like that. Um, yeah, just but yeah, I guess that was they were like, oh, we addressed it, so we're good, we're good. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, I feel like it really could have been timeless if they didn't have those weird um pulpy portray- <laughs> stereotypical portrayals of like Egypt and Mexico and the other places I I, I think I think that's probably what dates it the yes, most. Yes, absolutely. I mean cuz it's that's like the 80s, well, the 80s looking back on the 50s view of those foreign places. Um Yeah. And it, yeah, it was real if weird. they would have bothered to have more of a story with their script, then it really could have been uh like more timeless, yeah. but uh but yeah. yeah. All right. So that's our uh, basically our take on the chipmunk adventure. Um, check it out or not, it's, it's your choice. Before we go, we're going to have a little project report. It's time for project report. So yeah, you released a new video. When when did you release it?
1: Uh, last week, which would have been June nineteenth. Oh yeah. So yeah, Super Mario mm-hmm. Kart. Uh, it's doing okay. It's doing all right. Uh, I don't want to. I hate when YouTubers complain about their views. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I I've, I have complained about my views before. Uh, <laughs> don't get me started <laughs> on the views for to. this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah i mean it's 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 not doing like terrible mm. or anything it's it, like like i like we were saying off air it, it'll probably cross 50k views today so i'm not Sweet. About that. but yeah it's it's being well received which is what all that matters to me that people aren't saying oh this reminds me of the chipmunk adventure <laughs> uh. <Aww.
0: laughs> i wouldn't say that's an insult but uh it would be an odd comparison it would be for odd. a fiction yeah. you know cartoon versus a factual documentary but uh hey whatever you know whatever yeah. makes you happy um mm-hmm. cool well i know i plan to check it out and you should too uh what about you Stephen? uh what have you been up to well uh let's see i um there's a new episode of tim's toy box available for everyone to watch there'll be a link in the description this time he finds a do uh, you remember the uh the show Cops, Fighting Crime in a Future Time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. find some cops. He also gets a uh, Mask of the Phantasm action figure, uh, Mint mm. on card, which is pretty sweet. And uh, yeah, you should uh, check out more if you're interested into retro toys. And also, uh, in regards to my comic book, my artist has sent me uh, pages like, they're not done, but they're just, like, they're called roughs. I'm, like, learning all the uh, terminology. Um, but uh, it looks awesome. It's uh, just crazy to nice. see my uh, script, like, come to life uh, with, you know, me just telling this guy what to do and giving him money. It's funny how things work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know. I hope to have something to show on here soon. But, uh but for now, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Obscurity Now. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we sign off here, you Yehel? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm great.
1: Uh, bully wooly,
0: everyone. <laughs> and remember, we're, <laughs> we're off to see the world. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Network. Network.